Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Dick Grayson earns the name Dick in more than one way. The nuclear family actually goes nuclear, and I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And much, much more on today's AfterBuzz DC Titans After Show, Season 1, Episode 5, Together. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I felt like this was the most appropriate song because I'm hoping that the Titans stay together forever. Rick Astley, man, what's up? That's how it goes. I appreciate you, man. You're in a while. We're Rick rolling our own show <laughs> as we roll in. I am your host. My name is Tehran. To the left of me, I have the amazing, wonderful Titanic panel, uh, Chauncey. Hey, y'all. It's Chauncey K. Robinson. <laughs> and then my man, Evan Mack, is in the building. What's going on, guys? Evan T. Mack, how you guys doing? Good to look, see you guys, Looking man. like the Mack. I appreciate you, man. You know, you got to stay true to your name every now and again, man. I'm, I am offended you're not wearing a robe, though. Um, I was getting used to it. I know. I know. No robe today. But I will tell you this, that we, what we do have today. Today, I'm actually starting the show off with a disclaimer. And I want everyone at home to understand. <laughs> oh, because as they watch the show, as we've been going through the comments, we realize a lot of people have a lot of things to say. And... We appreciate each and every one of you that does comment. I do want everyone to remember and remind you that you can like something and nay, say love something and still want it to be better. And that's all we do on the show. So when we... When we have a comment, it's not a criticism, it's a critique. And that's what we do on this after show. So mm. if you also have a critique, please feel free to critique down below. We love to hear from you. Damn. But just want everyone to know we can like something and still want it to be better. I might like my grandma's cooking and might still add some salt. And it doesn't Wait a take minute. away oh, oh, hell from no. grandma's cooking. You can't put salt in the grandma's cooking. It's right. <laughs> Depends on what it is. Depends <laughs> on what it is. Can't believe he just said that. <laughs> so question to what's both up, of you. What's up, brother? Starting with Chauncey. Chauncey. Your overall thoughts on this episode five together. I really liked it. I thought it was action packed and it was nice that the team finally came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I agree. It was it was cool, like that one shot they do when at towards the end, you know, when like like it's like that teen Titan shot, you know, where it's like the Titan shot where it's like they're all together and like guards a tiger, he's like on top of the car, that that perfect, perfect crop shot of them. The hero form. Oh god, I love this so much. It's <laughs> interesting. I think I feel like both of you are actually underplaying <laughs> and underselling this episode. This episode was finally the show that we've been asking one, for. I was great though. And I've gotten that in episode two, the one with Hawk and Dove, I felt like that was really? a great episode and now coming into this episode also a great episode this is what i mean when i say we can critique something and, and still love it i love this show and this is why in every episode can honestly be as good as this one mm. it was action-packed it it pushed the narrative forward we got to know a little about each character mm. we felt a camaraderie and for people who say well the other episodes were build-ups no this episode was actually better written i love it and better shot than the other episodes. The other, only other episode where I got such a great feel was with Hawk and Hawk Dove. And Dove. 
And that was a great episode as well. Yeah, five was great, man. Yeah. It was they come on, they brought in goodness. Like it's it, it had so many so many layers. It had too. every single uh it's had every single point that we brought up against last episode. True. Was made up for in this episode. But my only my only concern is why not do this each and every episode? Interesting. Why not? And now we can't do everything we did in this episode. So we are going to go over and discuss the power display. We're going to talk about the alliance, the nuclear family. Of course, there were two big reveals, uh, Dick and Corey and Dr. Adamson and the tower. We're going to talk about Jason Todd, the other Robin. And there are a couple tidbits that we have to throw in in between. We do have news and gossip with Chauncey and a special segment, of course, which we all love to participate in where you think of a scene in the show and decide which one actually narrates you as a character the best. <laughs> now, let's start with power display. When I say power display, I mean the scene, obviously, where each character displayed their power for the other character. Mm-hmm. Except for Robin, of course. Yeah, and I just thought it was really cool that they you know, they kind of were... Put it like this, I like, I like the way Robin responded. Like I think that was a good choice by the director and the actor that he was actually genuinely impressed he wasn't like stoic like Batman. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. He was really, he was scared when he seen the tiger. When he really seen Starfire do her thing, he was genuinely like, damn. Like, well, these things are impressive. Yeah, I he's, feel- I'm, he's impressed. You know what I mean? I think they could have just, I'm just glad they took that route because I could have seen them doing the route where it's like, you know, where Robin's like Batman, but like yeah. impressed, but like internalizing his impressed, like impressed <laughs> nature. But I just love that he was like, whoa. Hey, okay. All right, girl. Like, all right, bro. Like, you you good. You know what I mean? So I just thought that was Chauncey cool. looks unimpressed. Chauncey. Um, I thought it was good. I I mean, it was one of those things where I, I actually wasn't impressed necessarily with Robin towards the end when he just, like, was still trying to hold the secret of being Robin. And it was kind of like, everyone just showed you their thing. And it's like, you know... I keep you guys alive. But that's I'm what like, I'm, did you not? Oh, I love that he did that, though. <laughs> I, like, I love like, that he yeah. did that, too. I like that he was like, I'm robbing, girl. What you talking about? No, no but he didn't say <laughs> it. He, he didn't was, tell them he, he was He was trying robbing. to distance himself from robbing, yeah. and we yeah. see that <laughs> later on we're going to discuss. But his power is, is actually the most impressive because, and this is how I feel about Batman as well, they have no superpowers. Mm-hmm. Batman's only superpower is that he's rich. And Robin. smart. And smart as Ridiculous. Well. All smart. that stuff comes along with being rich. Like, like, <laughs> I don't you know about the best tutors. He had Alfred. I mean, yeah. it's not like Stephen Hawking's was out there saving man, people's Batman lives. Batman's smart as hell, man. Okay? He, yeah. It's, it's not very like calculated. Einstein was, yeah. was going out there just fighting crime. <laughs> this is Batman. I think he's the greatest comic character With that money. I, I yeah. love That's Batman one so much. The character that was built in. And we see that, of course, a little bit. It's the trickle-down effect into Robin. So you, Chauncey, did not like the Robin... Like his, like his rebuttal. <laughs> He's like, I'm not... I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was typical. That was the whole thing. Because they're still doing this whole brooding, I have walls against up against my heart sort of deal that, you know... And they showed a little bit more of that in the episode. Mm. I was actually really impressed with Starfire because... Just in her display. Because, you know, she, was, she admitted awesome. the fact that... Even though, like, how her powers are only, like, good during the daytime and how there's a problem at nighttime. And that played in later. But I thought it was, you know, and I just loved how giddy she was around everyone. It it showed this kind of a little bit more of a, I don't want to say vulnerable side, but this softer side of who she is. Her, the choices she makes as an actor. Yeah. She just, I just, I just think she got the character, the way she interprets this character, it's, she makes it her own. And I I just like that. It's her, it's her Starfire. 
You know what I mean? It's not like every star where everyone's ex- expected her to be this way, this way from this comic and this this cartoon and this show. Like it's like it's hers, and I just like the way she displays that in each episode. Each each as they were, as she's growing, I just I really think she impresses and she impresses me every episode. Yeah, like in different ways. She's so dynamic in like every scene. That, that's my when she's in there. My opinion. If you could just expound on the concept of her being giddy, Chauncey, because I don't know what you were speaking on oh, particularly. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. just like with Gar, like when he changes into yeah, yeah. the tiger and she's like, oh, you know, it's like, this is cool. It was or when, impressive. Or when Robin was like, show me, you know, it's better with your clothes on. She's like, I've heard that before. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's very much like her just having kind of these one-liners and just, I don't want to say party girl necessarily, but, but, you know, there's tropes when it comes to like the badass female where she can be more right. stoic than usual. It's like, I'm so cool, but I'm the one who has trust issues and I can't make a joke. And her thing, what they've done with her is made it so she's the badass one, but she can actually be more of the party girl. Yeah, just, she, you know, because there's tropes when it comes to TV Yeah, because she brings levity to a lot yeah, of situations. Because the thing Robin's is, serious as hell. Exactly. And it's like sometimes when you have the badass female, she's usually the one that doesn't make jokes and the one who, the girl who does make mm. jokes is the one who's like the weakest link, but she has the heart. I know and in saying. this sense, Starfire has heart. Like we saw that throughout this whole episode of her, who, her, how she was talking and treating people, but she was also still the badass female. So she subverts this trope. And I, you know, I just think that's a great direction they've taken with her character. And if I understand it correctly, Chauncey, you're still unimpressed with Robin? I'm not unimpressed with Robin. I mean, I've liked him since the pilot for the most part, but I do think that he descends into the brooding, brooding, I, you know, have issues and I can't have anyone close to me thing. And he wallows in that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And there were were moments in this episode where he wallowed in it, but he couldn't for too long. But he walked and it gets one note after a bit. Do you think they really are trying to drive that point home just to just to make you make you long and want for him to break out of it? You know what I mean? You think do you think they're focusing on that so much that they when he gets to that moment? Where he does open up and he does become Nightwing and he does get past. Do you think that's like that's just like his arc? You think they just really want you to see that arc's like really badly, or do you think it's no. is it still is it wearing you out? No, I think they're totally centering that arc. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it needs to be centered. Okay, it's, it's a thing that many storytellers' narratives I think fall into when it mm-hmm. comes to centering the brooding man. Okay. in these shows, it's yeah. like everyone else is super impressive, and I, we're, we're gonna have to wait till like half of the end of the season to find out about Starfire, and we're still on Dick's story. But I think the <laughs> of view is a narrative of Dick Grayson. So every every show is going to take a character that takes the, takes the forefront. So for example, mm-hmm. if we were watching Law & Order SVU, it would be Benson, right? That would be the, the person whose story, every storyline kind of revolves around Literally. her. However, we do know that the other characters exist, and, and sometimes we follow them around as well. Dick Grayson seems to be the primary in this situation, yeah. and this is the episode that I actually found myself liking Dick Grayson the most. Fine! Yes, it's happened! The most! <laughs> now, I loved Starfire's performance in this. The, her her aptitude, and as you explained it, Chauncey, as giddiness, as Evan explained, her, her dynamic and Just character. Awesome. And I also did not see the perspective that you put forth, which is that usually it's the... Uh, character, the female with strong character, isn't also the comedic relief. But in this case, they broke the mold and are creating both in one. Yeah. Which is very strong. And also probably the most likely. So it maybe that's why she resonates because she sits really well with us. Yeah. But what resonates with everyone at After Buzz, 
Oh, yeah. Appreciate you. After Brothers Art Network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality, TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you and help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications to run, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air like my man Josh. Joshua Herrera, wifey's in the chat, what up wife, and for now, thanks for being the biggest fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Love it, and love the Joker pins that you're oh, rocking right it, now. man, LA Comic Con, man, those Artist Alley, like the, you know, the people that go into Artist Alley, you ever been there, they make the most unique stuff, man, they really do. Shout out to LA Comic Con, man. Hmm. Stan Lee's Comic Con, as it used to be. I know, breaking my heart, man. It is. God rest his soul. We're talking to you, but everyone respected that man. That man was a a legend. Of course, we wouldn't be a show. He actually made a cameo on Teen Titans Go movie. That's right. (laughs) It was Stan Lee's one cameo was on Teen Titans for DC. If I get get 95 years, bro, I'm doing all right. (laughs) 95 years, man, you can't ask for too much. It is. It is. We can, of course, all respect and love the memory of Stan Lee. Yes, sir who is a pioneer in comics and basically all of our childhoods. So true. And grown-up hoods right now, because that's all we're watching is comic book movies. Now, when it comes to the, the concept of bringing people together, the alliance, as they call it, because there was an uneasiness yes. as so... And Corey's the one who brings it up, says, well, what do you think this is? Why do we need each other? Hmm. Evan, how do you feel about this alliance? Is this a strong alliance? Is it one made out of necessity? Or want right right now it's 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 survival because and of course the when you see it's coming from robin robin's finally coming to that realization okay you know what okay people are trying to kill raven i don't know why but at the same time now they're harming trying to harm me as well they harm with someone that was close to me okay so now this is becoming a thing for me so now you know the the, like you know the robin in me the batman in me wants to figure out what's going on right now so I, i think it's just like you're saying i think it's out of necessity at the moment it's not they don't have the family bond yet you know you know gar and rachel they're getting pretty close and then you see you know a couple things happen, you know, with Dick Grayson and then Corey, but I think I think it's becoming a family thing. But right now, necessity, man, survival at the moment. Chauncey, what do you think, Chauncey? I think uh, I think Raven wants to have a family. Oh God, I think yeah. she definitely wants mm. to, you know, draw them all together oh, because that's there's so- a definitely there's some. You know, she loves Starfire. She loves Gar. She loves Ron. She loves all these people. She's we've seen through her interactions with each of them that there's more of a you know a personal thing with that and i yeah. think that's she's kind of found her tribe i feel like she so found, she feels with them but i do think yeah like i agree i think it's a lot of it is uh right now especially for robin um you know necessity yeah. of w- let's figure this out yeah, and to your point i think you make like is even in the episode that if you got anything for episode four it's like she was even settling in with the doom patrol you know what i mean at the dinner table she was even had that look like this is okay this could be okay because she is she's searching for family, for a family. <laughs> she's still yeah. clingy but for Corey or for Gar or for Dick Grayson, so we've decided for Rachel it's a want. Yeah. For the other three, Gar, necessity. And essentially, yeah, Gar, because I know he likes Rachel a lot. I think he likes the, he's liking this, put like this, that's change of pace because he has been cooped up in that area. That's why he goes out and does his thing and, and gets into stuff because I think he, the cabin fever is a real thing, you know what I mean? So I think he's like in this adventure right now. I think he likes, especially when he found out who Dick Grayson was. And you get and this that you seen the level of respect and you could see like young young Gar was like, Yeah, that's 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 the Robin. 
You know what I mean? So it was one of those moments where he's like, okay, now I'm in a good spot right now. So I, I know for him, I think he's just happy to be along for the ride. And I think it's, he's happy to be with Rachel and happy to be in the situation. Yeah, I definitely got that vibe too. Like in the hotel suite when they were eating mm. a pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like someone's, he's like, what? Someone's after us. Like, I know he <laughs> did not know that up to this point. Like, why have you been traveling with these he's just people? Been, he's just been chilling. If you didn't know there was a mission going on. So you just know he's there because like, hey, you guys seem cool. That's you know? so like, true. That's exactly why he was there. I feel the Rachel storyline that you two presented, I can definitely be on board with. With Gar, I feel what do you, like... Yeah, what do you think about Gar? I feel like possibly this gives him purpose, and mm-hmm. he's never had purpose. He's had power, but no purpose. Yeah, you're right, because he, he, you know, he plays video games, he goes out, does like little petty theft, and you're right about that. Maybe this is, you know what I mean, he might be finding his purpose. That's a good assessment. How are we looking at when it comes to Dick Grayson and Corey? Are they <laughs> on board because they want it, or are they on board because they need it? Corey, Corey, she feels she has to protect Raven, but she also she wants to know who she is, though. That is yeah. that's like her biggest motivation factor right now. Plus, she's plus she's cool, man. She's like loneliness is a real thing as well, and I think she was lonely not, not being able to when you're figuring out things by yourself is cool, but it's 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 nice to have someone around while yeah. you're while you're trying to find yourself and find what's going on. And plus, she says she feels this need to protect Raven. You're such a relationship guy and then, man listen man I, for you. I, I got well I got, I got married a long time ago with my high school sweetheart man there's a lot of deep stuff going on here man. That's, so i see it i see what i see the the love going on right now man where i'm just getting soft in my old age Johnson, one of the- <laughs> Johnson, are you a loner or are you uh on, we, on board because we still haven't figured out who hurts you chance we have not figured it out <laughs> no one's not- hurt me. i'm the hurter <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i i definitely think with her it's a it she she definitely wants um, to have a connection to people yeah. because we've seen that in some of her conversations, and we saw in one of her one of the pivotal conversations in this particular episode with Guarded Guy um, <laughs> the the whole thing about togetherness, and I right. think you know that's definitely a thing for her. Whether and she feels you know like you're saying like she feels this connection, to Rachel. She feels this connection of these people can help me, but I also can help them, and right. she she gets some sense of. You know, because if when you have if you have an amnesia or something, you're going to feel lost, yes. and to be able to kind of uh, attach yourself to people who you can, you know, be around, especially it's a good vibe for them. You know, yeah. she's talking about how like you know she doesn't feel like her like she, you know they always emphasize how much Rachel's a child, even though they see her go to work and there's some darkness inside her. They they still feel like this this you know this this feeling to protect her. You know what I mean? Like they're like that she's our kid. So it's one of those things that even with her they don't fully understand her ability it's one of those things where they still want to like mother her and like father her so I just it's, it, like I said the family it's it's starting to it's starting to get so there. even Dick Grayson even Dick Grayson the brooding he's getting the there guy. he's getting this episode made me like oh man he's really like when he, that part where he's like I promise when he said he'll come back it's like the way like Rachel like believed him that time yeah. you know what I mean I believed him this yeah, time bro, he I was, was like, like oh okay he's like, he's like, I promise I'm like oh, oh okay okay right. <laughs> so we have this Alliance of sorts. sorts. Now it's becoming to shift from necessity to change. And we also mm. got a display of these powers. When it comes to these powers, we did learn from Star uh, Starfire at this point. We learned that her powers are, are sun-driven. They are mm. solar-powered. Yeah. So she loses some effectiveness at night, which we also saw in the fight scene. We learned that Gar, which we knew could only be a tiger, mm-hmm. but he's kind of goofy about it. Yeah. And he's silly <laughs> about it. We learned that Rachel can definitely not control her powers, and she's actually very much afraid. 
I also think we learn from, from everyone's reaction, they realize that she not only has the most uncontrollable power, but the most powerful power. Absolutely, because even Starfire was taken aback when that that cloud of blackness came out of her. Because she felt it, and, <laughs> she and was Rachel like, did not. Yeah, Starfire was like, oh, let me, uh, okay. It's like, they know, they all know Rachel is the most dangerous Rachel one. something. See something. See something. Now, we also do get a Robin reveal. With the Robin reveal, which is when she, he finally displays his he shows them his <laughs> how did you how did you feel about the way it was revealed that he was robin to the team i liked it i mean i thought it was fine it, i mean he kind of had to at that point i guess uh reveal himself because he had to you know fight the nuclear family um yeah it was cool that you know there was some fangirling going on it was it was all right it was fine. Oh, listen, I, he literally got in his bag, man, to become Robin, yeah. man. That's all I... Listen, I told you, I got no objectivity with this dude from Australia, man. When he dropped down through the smoke bomb, I was like, man, they, they showed that they panned up. I was like, that's my... That's Dick Grace. That's my man right there. And he... But, sorry, man, that was that was my part, man. I'm like, I need Robin to do that more, man. You two are so calm about man, this. Even I'm Evan, trying to be... I, excitement. I was so excited went, the way he displayed his, his Robin-ness <laughs> because then... <laughs> Oh, look, before he was defensive, yeah, Dick Grayson. Yeah, he was. But Robin just Man. A, boom, right to it, just speared someone right back. Man. And, and the level of respect that came from Gar. My favorite and part. Even Rachel, that level of respect is like, whoa, you're Rob. All of a sudden, he went from being the least important See, person. Like, they were like, oh, he's just a, a good cop, too. So, you oh, are man. the most powerful person on this team. I'm glad you said it. I just, that was my favorite part of the whole show. Like, all five episodes was that moment. That when, moment. That, cause that, that's that Batman street cred, though. But that's also his, exactly. his reputation preceded him. And that's when they were like, yo, that's, that's Rob. That's Robin. I know who you've dealt with throughout Gotham. I know your exploits. A hundred percent. And they were like, damn. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought it was solid. I mean, it's just that we've we've been seeing him fight since the beginning. Well, well, I, from the eyes of, from the eyes of the team. I, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, it was fine. I mean, it's cool. It's one of those things with narrative where they needed someone to. I mean, you need that character to kind of speak for the audience, right? It's like, oh my gosh, that's Robin. So it makes us at home be like, yeah, that is Robin. But it's like, yeah, that's Robin. I will not let you take Robin. this away she, from me, Johnson. She's down that I will moment. not let you take this Johnson. away from me. I think, you know, honestly, like with the, I, I was really impressed before he put on his suit and also with Starfire too. Episode with one the, especially. Uh, well, well, actually in this episode, like the hand-to-hand combat and stuff with the nuclear family when they were attacking them in the hotel, like Starfire, Starfire held oh. her, she was, I mean, and there was a thing about her like having less power when she had to do the sun thing, but even with like fighting, she was kicking butt and I, you know, yes. and Dick was doing the same thing, but I thought it was, I thought she was super impressive. She was extremely you impressive, know? but we can be impressed by both simultaneously. We can, but I we think, can like them. I think there was this. <laughs> oh awesome. my gosh! Right, and I, I actually kind of like the fact that Starfire probably had no idea who he was. It was just like because she's not from this earth, right? Yeah, so she was probably like, yeah, okay. That's what I. That's <laughs> and the- I was like. But that's she was I, like, you're into cosplay? Okay. <laughs> no, really. I keep my boots on anyway. That's what, right? that's what I loved exactly. about Gar. Gar was looking, it was like he was even younger when he said, you're the Robin. Yeah. It's like young, young Gar was like, yo, you don't need to understand something here. I did. That's that dude, man. I did enjoy it because the, the Robin dynamic is so huge. Now, uh, Chauncey, you, you touched on the fact of the nuclear family being the antagonist in this episode, as we saw most of the fight scenes obviously revolved around them. Let's talk a little bit about this nuclear family. We see a new father joining the team mm. and learn that they are 
people who are basically yeah. brainwashed. Which yeah. is sad to yeah. figure out, especially given that that little device that their boss had, Jeez. and just knowing that you know they were they're not you know they're real people that were somehow we don't know how they've been taken and things of that nature, but just to realize that they probably have backstories. And, and it's a it's a perfectly expendable character. If you exactly, think about it. it's perfect. You can grab another family and do the same thing, and like it's 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 untraceable basically. You know, what I mean, you have that fail safe in their brain. It's like very it's very clever if you really think about it. like but, yeah, go ahead, but they're human. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, yeah, I thought it was a bit sad. It is sad. <laughs> I was just really? like, but we don't well, know. We don't know how it comes to be. So they could be Jason Bourne in where they've chosen mm-hmm. on their own, whether through manipulation or not. But they feel like they are giving themselves to this, not realizing the extent, obviously, mm-hmm. because I don't think anyone would volunteer Good. to have their head blown off. <laughs> but I also wonder about the concoction that they injected. Is it some type of pain killing? Because they didn't really seem to feel pain at certain points. Mm. They seem to show minimal signs of fear, even when their uh, explosive devices were, were acted. They were enacted. They, they, a little tear puddle and, and, and mother so, so nap, nap time kids, you know what I mean? Like she knows it's a wrap, but not in any real, real like fear or emotion. You know what I mean? Like knowing that you're about to die. You're right. I think I think that that, that that cocktail does a whole bunch of things, like in like you know like kind of indestructible like strength. I think, but, you, but you're right. It doesn't show. It shows different things as far as like their like lack of emotion, lack of empathy. Um, pretty much like a one, like literally, even when they were tied up, like give us the girl. Still was like one, on, on that mo, that mode. That that thing is a. It's like, you're right. I think it's a very sad thing. You know what I mean? If you really think about it. Well, let's get into some some. I hate using this pun, meat of the show. Let's talk about Dick Grayson and Corey getting it in. Hmm. Because that's its own separate entity. Yeah. I was Chauncey. Take, take I, it away. I really enjoyed it. You oh, know? did you? Finally, you um, enjoyed something. Oh, okay. I did enjoy it. Okay, I enjoyed aspects of the episode up to that point as well. I... I liked her little talk with the woman in the liquor store. I thought that was. I like when they oh, meet like too. these different characters, like you know the thirsty hotel owner. The she was know, thirsty, yeah. Though. Like yo, and then she was also the liquor, the liquor, uh, the liquor store woman. And I thought there were. I mean, I feel like Starfire genuinely wanted him to come down, like his walls to come down. And I don't think she went in there. I know online people were like, oh, she went in there knowing she was about to get nah, 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 nah. D down or whatever. Nah. But I feel like she went in there genuinely like, let's do some camaraderie. Let's, you know, drink or whatever. And 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 I think he has a defense mechanism to go to sex or to di- try to distract. That's fair. Because, and I uh, think that's what he did. That's well said. I, I 100% agree with you. It's just because the way, like she came in tequila to loosen him up, to get him yeah. to talk about his problems. It's not like she wasn't down for it. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, yeah. But, but Robin approached her at that look in his eye, them bedroom eyes. And she was like, oh, okay, let's rock. I <laughs> felt that it was Corey that was the one who instigated this situation. I thought at first. I, I feel like first. Dick Grayson was being... Uh, careful like he usually is and he doesn't move forward she comes in 90 and he goes it in was, 10 what it, he, he took her yeah, glass, he took her glass. Like, yeah. no, what'd bro. you think he what'd was you, about so to Ron, do what'd you take the glass away bro <laughs> like he, he took, took the, glass the glass away, glass away because away. he knew she was, he look, she was trying, to get, trying to get him drunk and he was like it's like 60 if we're about 40. to do this we're about to do this but you get what I'm saying like she went in there talking she was smiling and yeah. then he gets like you said the bedroom bedroom eyes we're not like no we don't need to talk you know and I really do think she went in there not necessarily 
necessarily ch- thinking that. I mean, I think. I mean, there's definitely been attraction between them. Yeah, Corey's. She's a. She could. She can. She's a. She can be sexy. She's a very. Yeah, she's she's sexy. You know what I mean? But I don't think the passive aggressive attraction does exist. But yeah, we do see in the past that. Corey does have a callous nature towards sex, as we remember mm-hmm. by the hotel front desk conversation with her, where it seemed like something had happened. So like, oh, you want more? Like the usual or exactly. whatever. The usual, like <laughs> as if it's something. So maybe she went into it. Maybe, maybe we can meet halfway. We can say that she went into it without that being a wall for her that needed to go down. And Dick tried to distract with his grace. Like I said, we got to just get, get I mean, we got to dole out a percentage, man. Who, who, who give me, give me like a Not even a percentage. Who, I want to know from everyone brain? at home in the comments below who started <laughs> the, 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 that's on Robin, man. I just it think she Robin. went with the flow. I'm going the, with Corey. Corey <laughs> went in there knowing what it. she was going to do. <laughs> Like, she was like, like I said, I think you're right. And I'll tell you that conversation at the liquor ball. store. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Not drink beer towel. to party, whiskey, whiskey to think, and she goes, I'm a great tequila. tequila. But that's just to but loosen him yeah, up. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was the <laughs> we, up. She I, wanted him to. We've relax. all watched enough Girls Gone oh Wild God. infomercials to know that tequila <laughs> loosens you up for sure. Do not put that yeah. evil on Corey. That's real. <laughs> and on that note of evil, we did see Dr. Adamson, who comes off, even though he's very reserved very evil yeah we see his interaction with the other doctor mm. when they were in the midst of creating the new father we see him in the beginning of the episode it seemed like he poured an egg and it looked like an embryo in, in the bowl evil is what he does and yet he was still also on the lower end of that total that pole. he was not at the top yeah how did we feel about the dr adamson and the tower invasion I, I thought it was I thought it was good. I mean, it was kind of like I don't think he was brainwashed necessarily or anything, but it was also he already knew. It was like, well, you already know they're going to come kill me and he was just and that's it's kind of cold blooded. So you know there's definitely a um a mission going on there and they all seem to be believers of it for him to be totally okay with what was about to happen to him mm-hmm. to kind of just be accepting of it yeah you're right it's like one of those things where he like he understands like the like the pecking order he's like he knew he's only he's expendable when he's when his cover's blown he's only as valuable as his anonymity so once that he, he was like, sitting there chilling let me make a meal let me have some champagne because it's 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 a wrap whether robin was coming or not he knew what was going to happen to him so it was kind of like it was Robin being your savior, Robin's being their savior. So I think when Robin discovered where they were, I I don't know if it was going to happen before then. I felt like he did think it was going to proceed, but did either one of you think that Robin was going to possibly eat the butterscotch candy as she hands it to him? It was it was a little little note. She hands him butterscotch candy, and she hadn't paid attention when he mm. walked in, and then all of a sudden, the sweet old lady hands him candy. Mm. And we all know, don't take candy from strangers. It's basically what you're saying. Somebody, 401 Felix says, do you think the old lady is a higher up, or do you think she's just... Kind of like a fail safe at the bottom. That's a that's a question from the chat. Speaking on the old lady, what do you think? That's a great question that yeah. I would love for the chat to answer yeah, I'm, themselves. I'm curious. Let's, let's go once again to the comments below and let's what discuss. Do you guys think? Yeah, what do we feel like her role is? Is old lady just old lady who is assistant or old lady who is boss? And this is the cover. That'd be interesting. That, that would, would be, be very intense. That would make it intense. 
Another part of the tower, of course, was uh, the invading force that came in. And Robin, of mm. course, goes into action with that fight. I love that fight scene. Evan, how did you? I thought it was cool, it? too, because, you know, because they do a good job of you thinking no matter how many people, based on just the history of those two, that he might be able to, like Batman Robin, I'm saying, like, he might be able to get through this. And then when, like, a gang of them came down the stairs, I was like, okay, he might he might not be able to get out of this one. It's like when I see, like, ten dudes versus Robin, I'm like, yeah, I got to bring more people. And I was actually like brought saying, more yeah. people. <laughs> I literally was saying that, and then I was like, "Oh, they they, they brought okay, they brought more. They, they know what they're more. dealing they're with. They're ready." <laughs> so like, I thought it was kind of cool just to see, just to see that moment, literally unexpected moment as far as like, especially Jason Todd coming. That kind of kind of blew me away. Actually, that was a big one. Yeah, it wasn't Johnson. expected. I mean, I it looked. I mean, at first I was like, okay, maybe he's going to beat all of these guys right. up somehow. But then it's like, how would he get downstairs? He didn't, I don't know if he brought his suit and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And then, of course, like when all else fells, here's Jason Todd. So it was a great entrance of this, you know, tragic comic character and whatnot. But wow. it was also kind of like, yeah, where was it going? I thought it was, I thought it, it was a good uh, distraction. And then he comes in. So it was great. Well, great let's talk about Jason Todd, right? Are we impressed that he's part of the show? I, yeah, I was, I was floored, bro. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, go!" Cool. I had heard there was going to be a second Robin uh, coming in. Uh, you just love taking the joy out of. She's in a everything. <laughs> I was blown away. I had no idea. Okay, I was shocked. <laughs> I was surprised. I loved it. The moment because I thought you were Robin. I did too. Right, like, right, yeah, like. It's what? A- <laughs> Which is the beginnings of the seeds for Nightwing, right? And that's what we've all been waiting for. That's the Titans feel, is Nightwing is the founder of the Titans in that way. So Mm. when you you said Jason Todd, because we all know Jason Todd's eventual outcome, right? The concept of it. Yeah. People are comic book, yeah. the, the, The movie does not end well for him. But do we like Jason Todd on the show right now? Yeah. Do we like him on the show right now? Um... I mean, I only got a little glimpse of him. I thought it was cool what he said. He's like, oh, really? You know, Dick Grayson in the flesh. And I thought yeah. that was kind of, like, kind of like he has a little swag to him. So I'm, he does. I'm interested to see their dynamic. Because once again, you and I think maybe this might be the way that they subvert this whole thing of him being brooding. If he's, I'm talking about Dick Grayson being brooding. If he's um, face-to-face with a version, not of himself, but a version of someone else who did his job. And it's kind of like, I like this. What's your problem? You know, and if right. that's the way it is, then he has to kind of... I don't know, justify it a bit more. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, not everyone, maybe, you know, because it seems like a little bit a little bit like Dick Grayson kind of blames Batman a little bit with where he is. Yeah, for his mentality, stuff. yeah. And it's like, if Jason Todd can come in and say, yeah, no, bro, that's all you. I, I, I want to see that kind of dynamic. Yeah, and I, and I, and I see the episode's <laughs> called Jason's Out, the next one, so I know that he's going to be an integral part of it. They have and, a whole storyline revolving around it. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to be cool to see that Robin trying to give him pointers, be like, just be careful, because I was like you once. I was mm-hmm. happy. I, I love being done in this. this. I love going out in Gotham with, with Batman until I hit this 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 moment. So I think he's going to be trying to. And but just I, give him some tidbits of information yeah. and pieces of advice. Uh, let's let's hit some tidbits really quick because we do have to go soon. Let's hit the concept of uh, I don't know who I am. You're afraid to let people know who you are. There's a difference. That dynamic between uh, Corey and Dick Grayson, which happened, that was a big moment. Let's also remember turning kids into weapons. Once you learn to see the world that way, you can't unsee it. Mm. That was a bit of Robin's guard going down and explaining and you saw some darkness within. Um, and of course, the one that actually probably shocked everyone at home the most, are we going to get are we going to see Batman 
No, you're not. I love that. That was for us, too. That, that was, for, was for us. Yes. That was only for so us. So just let it go, y'all. Let it <laughs> but we do get to see the new Robin. Right. We yeah. did get to see the new Robin. Do we have any uh, tidbits on Gar and uh, Gar and Rachel getting together? They had a nice moment. They did. I think they're going to definitely push a friendship for them. I so we're going to go thing. off the... Go off the romantic side for friendship. I don't friendship. think it's going to be a romance. At least for now. For now, yeah. for sure. I think what you, once you, I think with narrative, what you're going to have is, you know, Corey and Dick are probably going to be a consistent couple once it moves away from lust and more into, like, mm-hmm. him dropping. And then you leave these other two characters to kind of meet people along the way who maybe they have crushes on. Sounds good. Yeah, let's see that electricity running through his whole body. Yeah. And the poor straight in for the minivan. Smart? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it was very family. He's very soccer mom now. Oh, the, uh, the chat is split, by the way, on who started this. Oh, of course they are. They people. are split down There's the middle. There's one half that's know. right, <laughs> which is the one I just wanted that, to comment. that knows. It's Robin like 50-50 right now. Chris. The chat. I'm going with Corey. <laughs> Corey went to his room. Corey showed, listen, Corey had the bottle. Corey really pulled, like... A dude move like and he was having butt naked too though. Like, he was in the town. Corey, Corey was he like, he could have put on clothes before I he answered the door too. But he yeah. stayed in the town. Right. However, however, <laughs> Corey right. was like, "Hey, why don't we get some drinks? I want to know more about you." She didn't say like, nothing Corey. like that. Was that your impression? <laughs> that was a, that was a great impression. <laughs> Let's get into some news and gossip, Chauncey. I know you have all the juice, all the juicy tidbits. Yeah. Well, um, one of the bits I have is that there's been details on Nightwing and Wonder Girls mm. costumes in Titans revealed as we've been talking talking about that yes. Nightwing is set to make an appearance soon enough. One of the um, outlets, Super Bros, uh, talked about how we would see Nightwing at the end of the season and that new um, info has come out about the way that the costumes will look. One of them mm. with Nightwing being a bit more like what we know from the comics and then with Wonder Girl, people who know of Wonder Girl may think that she might come in with the Amazonian look oh, wow. of the warrior, but she's actually going to have a red pantsuit, which is more of the classic comic book look that she has, which I actually really dig. And for people who can't see it, it's just like, yeah, it's just a cool red suit with the, and she's going to have like the lasso earrings and bracelets wow. and whatnot, whatnot that's to harken back to Wonder Woman. So that'll be really cool. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see Wonder Girl yeah. show up. In some capacity soon because they've been teasing her. Also, um, a Titans actor promises Jason Todd, as we've been talking about, brings a sense of life to the DC Universe show. Um, There was an exclusive interview with um, Entertainment Weekly recently of the actor that plays Jason Todd, Karan Walters. And what he said was, you kind of get a backstory of what they mean to each other and what they've been through. Walters uh, was also saying that there is pressure because this is the first time we're seeing a Jason Todd live action, right? And he's the first actor to play it. But he's saying he's very excited he thinks the fans will be excited as well and he loves um, what he's been able to bring to it so far so I'm very excited to see Jason Todd me too and then lastly, uh, there's a bit of good news for our very own Robin um, Britton, um, where his uh, movie, A Violent Separation, that he stars in has been acquired by Screen Media and that we will probably see this movie sometime at the end of 2019. And the plot is basically the film is set in a small Midwestern town and centers on two brothers, one of them being Britton, and who struggles with the terrible truth behind a tragedy that aims to tear three 
generations of family apart. So and he's, he's playing, a cop again. Yes, he's playing a cop again, go. but this time not as cool as Robin. <laughs> well, not as cool as Robin is okay. Thank you so much for that news and gossip. Uh, for more, please check in each and every week. We do bring you the latest and greatest updates on news and gossip. Let's get right into our special segment. What is the scene that embodies you the most? That's a good question. Um, like, yeah, just, Evan. yeah, the, <laughs> no, just the fear of being around, like, like it was, it was a cold, it was a cold in the warehouse, man. And God was naked, man. And he was, he didn't know he was naked and he was very embarrassed. You see what I'm saying? Like, that was always one of my fears, man. Just being caught in a situation where, it's, where you're naked and it's cold, man. And I, it's cold. I, and it's, you're, a, you're a grower, not a shower. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of them things, man. I've just been one of my, one of my things. Never can get that image out of my head now. Chauncey? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think oh, with God. me, it's probably Corey, uh, in this episode where she walks in and the, cause one of the things that Robin says to her is don't kill Corey, no right. killing. Yeah, right. And then the family, she walks in and their heads explode and she's like, damn it, they're going to, you know, he's he's gonna, gonna gonna think I it. so and it's callous. kind of that thing where it's like, you know, sometimes people attribute things to you already right. or whatever. And it's like, no, that wasn't me, but you know, assumptions. A little so. Bit. Mine is gonna have to be when Robin shows up and and a Beast Boy's reaction. That was like that. Your reputation precedes so you. Dope. That's just such a great scene, and I I would always love to build to a point where Seriously. your reputation just once they know who you are. And sometimes it happens, especially at comedy clubs and stuff. You know, I'm so I'm in a bathrobe, and then they once they find out who I am in that manner, they're that. like, oh. And then all of a sudden, so I really appreciate well, I that. The, I want to know who's going to confess which one of you were Corey in the situation and which one yeah, of you were Yeah, because a lot of y'all have been here just putting it all on Corey. Because <laughs> it's, it's Corey. Because it's Corey. Uh, let's get into some predictions really quick. One line each. What's After going Buzz to happen? TV predictions. Let's start with Chauncey. I think we will see Wonder Girl, and I think she will have had some type of uh, sexual relationship with Corey because I think she's polyamorous. Ooh, lordy! That's a great. That's wow, a great awesome. That's, fire. that's the best prediction um, of all time. Ho- hopefully, I see a little, at least a little bit of um, a little bit of anger moment between Jason Todd, like the, the two Robins, like the generational gap. Just, just a little bit of butting heads, and and like Jason Todd, kind of like, bro, you don't, you don't, you lost your way. Like this is the right way. It just, just a little altercation, maybe. That's, I think they'll be fine. I think or hope we find a lot more about Rachel's father. Mm. I think that's a play, not in this next episode, but maybe the episode right after that, where Rachel's father makes some type of appearance where now we have a villain. We have an enemy. And I I predict that everyone at home will be back next week to check us out. You guys missed us in the comments. We missed you in real life. Thank you so much for being with us each and every week. Where can people find you if you want to be found, Chauncey? You can find me on Twitter at MissChaunceyKR and also on Rotten Tomatoes where I'm an official film and TV critic. I ain't know that. You said it again. <laughs> you knew it last week. <laughs> we know it every week. And- <laughs> Yo, every team back Instagram and Twitter. Um, I can't forget. That's what's up. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's amazing. You dry, you listen. People listen to you. People listen. People do Tomorrow. listen. But I can't because you don't love the things I love. But I love each and every one of you. Find me, and I would love that as well. At I am Tehran all across the board. That's I A M T E H R A N. I am on several shows here at After Buzz, and I do a lot of the comic talks. So. Please Please stay tuned, stay with us, and we will see you right back here next week. After Buzz, After Show, DC Titans. Thank you so much for being with us. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.